1: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the world wide web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: Hey kids, it's a Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. How you doing? There is uh, a lot of stuff happening in the world today and a lot of, uh, well, I think we're starting to see a little light at the end of the tunnel. Not so light for Joe Biden and his family. But uh, definitely some light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully that will result in this man joe biden leaving office before his uh, term is over uh and uh, and some people paying for all of the uh, abuses and usurpations that his administration has subjected the american people to and then of course we'll go after the uh, the deep state and uh, hillary clinton and whatnot for uh, the time before uh joe biden but uh, but a lot of things are happening right now and a lot of people are are uh, following my lead oddly enough uh, you may recall About two years ago, a little over two and a half years ago, when uh, Joe Biden was inaugurated, I said, he's never going to run again. He won't be able to. He won't be able. And then that kind of gradually segued into, uh, he's not going to mentally be able to run or physically run, obviously. Anybody who says otherwise is a liar. So Joe Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski, they're liars. Uh, honestly, you know, you've heard the uh, the analogy of the emperor's new clothes. It's very obvious to everybody that this, but there are some people who are still doing it, you know, still saying, no, he's perfectly fine, the dear leader is healthy and everything. Those people are going to be made to look like fools like they have with the russia collusion hoax like they have with hunter biden's laptop and the uh the russia uh disinformation campaign supposedly uh, but unfortunately they don't have uh, senses of shame so we'll just have to shame them and remind everybody how wrong they were about everything but everybody is now saying that joe biden will most probably well not everybody but a good amount of people are echoing what I said, which is that Joe Biden isn't going to be the candidate. He's not going to be, he's not going to be able to unless they pull a weekend at Bernie's and who the hell knows at this point, right? I mean, uh, he's last week. He said, God Save the queen yesterday. He said, uh, end of quote, uh, he's completely lost. Most of the times that he opens his mouth, they, they put in handy, capable stairs on air force one. Okay. So, you know, imagine you go home to your uh, elderly parents' home and, and uh, mom all of a sudden has a walker. And you're, you're not supposed to notice it, I guess. Well, like you're going to go through the whole weekend uh, just not even noticing that mom's using a walker now. Or, or mom had, uh, you know, one of those, uh, those bathtubs you could step in and out of with the door. Or, or one of those things that goes up the stairs, you know. You sit there on the stairs and it takes you up on the little, the little seat. That's that's next, right? Isn't that next? It is remarkable. We we literally are so embedded with keeping people in office in Washington DC, we're willing to let them die in office just so they stay in office. And I'm I'm talking about Diane Feinstein. We're witnessing her dying now. All right? If you think Diane Feinstein's going to get better, you're high. But we're watching her die in office. And unless she's removed from office, she's going to die in office, all right? That's how ridiculous everything has gotten in this country. You can't say the obvious because the obvious is A, true, and B, regarded as disinformation by the federal government if it's anything to do that negatives the, negatively impacts the deep state or the Biden administration so no matter how obvious the answer is they will deny and they will tell you the opposite for instance Joe Biden is going to go on a media tour promoting his economic plan that he says is working really well he calls it uh, Bidenomics right so they're telling us that the economy is great when everybody knows It sucks. It's terrible. The economy is atrocious for most working people in America. It is very difficult. People are going paycheck to paycheck. People are working two and three jobs to pay the same bills they did before Joe Biden was the president. And I know this. You know why? Because I've lived it! And I see it! I'm a Walmart shopper. I'm a Dollar General shopper. I see it! I know how much, thing, how much people are hurting. I see, you know, at, at Walmart, the, the yellow stickers, the stuff that's about ready to go, you know, go bad that they want to sell for cheap. It's always sold out now because everybody wants it. Because they don't have any money. But Joe Biden is going to go on, a, uh, on a, a worldwide tour, well, a countrywide tour, promoting his economic plan, which has plummeted us into the abyss of 40-year high inflation, of, uh, of interest rates that's got so high you can't afford a house, rent that's gone through the ceiling, car prices that have gone through the ceiling, grocery prices. Try 70 to 100% in three years. Try 70 to 100%. So him going on a tour saying that Bidenomics is working would be like the White Star Line uh, launching a big public safety, the safety of our ships campaign, two weeks after the Titanic sank. All right? That's the kind of sense that it makes. Oh, the Titanic sank? Well, here you go, a Mr. White Star Line uh, guy, President Bruce, uh, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, go out there and tell everybody that safety is our number one concern on the White Star Line after the Titanic sank. See how well that goes. But they've been doing this for so long, telling us the opposite of what is true and gaslighting us that they feel they can do this. And you can get away with a few things. You can, you can say, oh, well, the border crossings are down because not everybody's at the border, right? Not everybody can witness the border. That's why so many Democrats are like, okay, if he says it, I guess the border's fine. But when it comes to you going to the store and getting to the checkout and telling the cashier, well, you know, you better take those diapers off and you better take that off and you better take that off because we can't afford it then lying about the the, the economy isn't going to do anybody any good. It is uh, just laughable. It's just laughable. And as I've said, any time that the government tells you that your opinion is misinformation or disinformation. And the mainstream media and the uh, and big techs agree with them, realize they know you know the truth. And look at how, hallelujah, praise Jesus and pass the mashed potatoes, Rob Carson was right about that too. It's not hard to figure out. If you just pay attention and you have a thing that's called common sense. And you know, I forever thought that uh, common sense was dead in our country but i'm going to tell you all of this nonsense the last few years of the government telling us that all of this is normal and we know it's not has caused common sense to make a comeback people are they're rolling their eyes that's why i say don't catch the stupid uh, that's why I say when somebody uh, throws uh, a bunch of you know global warming's happened, climate change is happening. Rather than debate them on the truth about, or the 2020 election was perfectly fine. Rather than running through all my talking points and evidence, I just say you know what, I'm not stupid. I, I'm not stupid. Don't don't treat me like I'm stupid. Joe Biden is going to go out and say that his economy's working for Americans, and he's going to have a bunch of paid-off union people behind him. And he's going to have a small group of of people in the audience who are fluffed by uh, White House assistants, just like they do before game shows and late-night TV. They get the crowd all fired up and everything. Then the old man is going to walk out, and he's going to tell you how good the economy is. And you know it's crap if we're not don't you suppose there would be all sorts of commercials on about uh the growth of the economy and how things are are and all the news reports of how the economy is booming there's none of that and and what is joe biden doing to promote any sort of optimism that things are going to get better he isn't all he's doing is saying that if you go republican things are going to get much worse they're actually going to go back to when the Republicans and Donald Trump were in charge, when things were better. I don't think it's going to work. I, I think that uh, I think that we got some things going on that are going to. The other thing, by the way, other than Joe Biden not making his uh, his term, is that many people, including uh, Tucker Carlson and Mark Levin, now don't believe he'll make it to the end of the summer. That and and I I like I said by hook or by crook I have a feeling the democrat party is going to wake up and realize what are we doing here what are we defending here what happens if we get him back in office what what do we do and they're faced with the prospect of the dumbest vice president we've ever had in office taking over the presidency but at this at this point does it really matter right do you think it really like like she could bleep up the country as bad as Joe Biden has? Really? But things are catching on. This is uh, listen to this. I'm going to play this report here. This is from uh, CBS. This is Catherine Herridge, and she is talking to Gary Shapley. He's the IRS uh, whistleblower who is coming forward with uh, all these allegations and and voicemails and emails and WhatsApp, WhatsApp, up? WhatsApp, up? WhatsApp messages from Hunter to Chinese party officials, uh, uh, getting money from the Chinese Communist Party to affect uh, uh, to affect policy, which is. Espionage, but here is Catherine Harridge's report on CBS. This is not good for the Biden, uh, the Biden presidency. This is a massive hole in the hull of the SS Titanic.
2: If this was any other person, they like would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman the investigation into Hunter Biden. And by the way, the amount of money that Hunter Biden uh, got away
0: with making without paying taxes is much bigger than the plea deal. The plea deal was
2: just an attempt to erase it all. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much? I never thought you could. I never
0: thought you could write that stuff off. Not saying that I ever have done it. I mean, I I write off things like
2: charitable donations, taxes. So from 2014 to 2019, it was 2.2 million dollars. The back taxes were paid off, and last week, by his buddies, the Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off the deal means no jail time
0: yeah misdemeanor charges for millions of dollars in stolen or i should say not paid taxes
2: testimony we have just released details a lack of u.s attorney independence and shapley told lawmakers that u.s attorney weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges but u.s attorney general merrick garland said last week that weiss was not I don't believe Merrick Garland, because he's a liar. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the Attorney General or the U.S. Attorney are saying today. Shapley provided lawmakers this contemporaneous email he wrote after an October meeting last year. Shapley says Weiss told him the opposite, that Weiss is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. Uh Uh-oh. It was just shocking to me. Shapley, who is still working for the IRS, told us that... And still alive. I know. I'm surprised, too. Even ...before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father.
0: Listen to this.
2: There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take them. We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them. That's correct.
0: There you go. There you go. This is why we have a Bastille, we have a bourgeois, we have a proletariat. Now we need to bring out the figurative guillotine and cut the heads off these agencies in Washington, D.C., impeach these people, indict them, arrest them, try them, and stick them in jail. There's no greater example than using the justice system to keep you and yourself and your kid out of trouble while other people have gone to jail with extensive prison sentences for just that, or going after your political enemy while you have committed high crimes and misdemeanors. It's a prime example of why this has to be the year of a new American revolution. Here's the number, guys. we got more audio and more phone calls and Roseanne Barr's in the news and all sorts of stuff, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: Like the show? you can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both apple and spotify it's free
1: fbi dhs irs cdc hhs all complete bs it's the rob carson show
2: chapley who is still working for the irs told us that even before president biden took office he was directed to avoid leads involving hunter's father there were certain investigative steps we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to president biden and you wanted to take them we needed to take them
0: yeah and by the way the doj fired the entire investigative team on the hunter biden tax case yeah i think there's going to have to be some hell to pay And I'm not talking about what's on Joe Biden's head. The hell to pay. No, 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 no. He's got a hell to pay and some implants. But there's got to be hell to pay. There has to be hell to pay. And then listen to this. I think Budweiser needs to uh, come up with a new commercial. Uh, It's the WhatsApp So it's like, what's up? What's up? What's up? And then Hunter's on the other side, and there's a Chinese uh, Communist Party. What is up? And then Hunter goes, what's up? You know, I need $5 million. What's up? Anyway, uh, new Hunter Biden WhatsApp messages show him demanding $10 million from the Chinese energy venture and bragging that his family is the best at appeasing the company's now-missing chairman. Yeah, that's how that's what happens to people in China when they get exposed and stuff. They die, they just disappear. Kind of like what happened to so many Clinton affiliates. Anyway, uh, House Republicans released more WhatsApp messages yesterday, say they were written by Hunter Biden as he worked on a business deal with Chinese energy company and messages in August of 2017, he pushed a 10 million dollars would be needed uh, to be invested into a joint A little joint, a little drug humor. Joint venture with CEFC China called a $5 million proposal, new to me and not acceptable, obviously. Now, think about this. Uh, Joe Biden just sold a million barrels of oil out of our strategic oil reserve um, earlier this year to China. Why did he do that? Why is he outsourcing all of our energy to China and not making us energy independent? Well, it's called uh, come up it's it's called payback. Yeah. So there's these uh, messages Hunter was messaging Gong Wen Dong. Uh he also was hired by Patrick Ho. So he had a d- no, I'm not going to do it. Dong, a CEFC China Energy associate, who used the nickname Kevin. Yeah, Kevin! Kevin! I'm tired of this Kevin. Hunter said I can make 5 million dollars in salary from any law firm in America. <laughs> Sorry, if you think it's about money, it's not. Well, of course it is. The Bidens are the best at doing exactly what Chairman wants from this partnership. Please, let's not quibble over peanuts. This sounds like a mob movie. The next, one, uh, the next day, one of Hunter's shuttle company, companies, Owasco, was given ten grand uh, from CEFC. That just got him through the hookers and crack for one night. The House oversight uh, Republicans said they shared a receipt. The chairman, Republicans say, is now missing. Child, Chinese oil tycoon Yi Yaming Zhou, uh, he appeared in 2018 after being taken into custody by Chinese authorities. He's probably going to be wrapped up in a rug in a park somewhere. Guy had previously been questioned by federal authorities in New York in November 2017 over a bribery scheme related to CEFC's business in Chad and Uganda. That's good. No, that's good. Reputable, Reputable companies, reputable countries. Uh this is uh this is pretty remarkable. August 8 2017 5 million was wired uh, fr- uh from a CEFC affiliated investment vehicle into Hudson West 3. That's one of uh Hunter's uh little uh, shell companies. Um and you know what? Uh, coming up, I've got some audio. Um, in fact, I might play it right now. John Ratcliffe is uh, talking about this. He says that we know that things are starting to hit the fan because Biden officials are starting to change their tunes.
3: This allegation against Joe Biden, um, you know, WhatsApp message that the whistleblower has, has identified uh, about a potential $5 million bribe. The reason What's you know that? that that's very serious, Larry is is watching how the white house has changed their tone uh... in the white house press room yeah so john kirby and Corinne john pierre went from giving really glib responses like oh it's a bunch of malarkey to in the last couple of days john kirby uh... <laughs> running away from reporters yeah. and Corinne yeah. john pierre instead of saying in response to a question was joe biden with hunter biden at that time instead of saying no said i refer you to the white house Counsel."
0: Yeah, there you go. That's why I called it the SS-Bitanic when Joe Biden took office. I said he may have been installed as the president. There may have been a lot of malfeasance from the FBI, DOJ. We know that was true. But ultimately, the fire in the belly in the coal bunkers of the SS-Bitanic is you and me. And we're not letting this go, and we're going to bring this ship down. More audio. Your phone calls is 922 6680 This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. Imagine this in the dead of night, you're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What's your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC 14 T tip up pistol from EAA Corp and Gerson. This game changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength disabilities or anyone seeking a comfortable and user friendly alternative. Picture this, the MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Sega to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back, and you're ready to fire. That is pretty ingenious, actually. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boasting a 13-plus round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense. Complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp. distributors. Starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAA Corp.com today. EAA
2: Corp.com
1: the american haters and anthem kneelers i think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag yeah we're done with you it's the rob carson show
0: it is a rob carson show one of my favorite guests because he's one of my favorite uh reporters of all time james rosen joins us on the news and newsmax hotline he's also an author by the way he's got this wonderful book scalia rise to greatness 1936 to 1986 and james is on the north lawn of the white house this morning how are you sir
1: Oh, I'm blessed to be with you, my friend. How are you, Rob?
0: Uh, buddy, I'm really, really good. I heard that there were some more WhatsApp messages yesterday on uh, Capitol Hill with regard to Hunter Biden and a, uh, this uh, Chinese businessman. Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the fallout today? What are, you, what are you hearing today after more revelations of uh, Hunter Biden WhatsApp messages?
1: So President Biden uh, stopped uh, to take a few questions from reporters for about three minutes. Um, when he was on the South Lawn of the White House, uh, making his way toward Marine One, the presidential helicopter. And he was asked by Stephen Nelson of the New York Post, who has doggedly followed and pursued the Hunter Biden story over a year's length of time now, uh, were, how involved were you in that Chinese shakedown text message? Uh, and the president seemed at first to regard the, the question quizzically, uh, and Stephen Nelson then rephrased it to say, were you? And the president answered in in one strong word, no. Now, given that the the helicopter rotors were were whirring at the time, the audio was poor, um, even if we accept that that's exactly how the the exchange went down, and I've listened to it myself, uh, again, it's difficult given those circumstances and what we know about the way President Biden speaks to really accept that as a formal denial that he wasn't sitting next to his son when his son composed the famous WhatsApp message to the Chinese Communist Party officials, in essence, shaking him down and saying, my father's sitting right next to me, and we want to know why the the, the fulfillment, the, the, the promise hasn't been fulfilled. So uh, it's some small advancement of the story today with the president saying, no, um, he wasn't really involved in that effort. But again, the the circumstances make it difficult to to really to regard it as a as a formal denial.
0: Now I uh, I have a clip I want to play for you of John Ratliff yesterday, um, and he was talking to Larry Cudlow about uh, maybe a subtle shift in attitude from some of the players, uh, and uh, with regard to uh, questions about this because uh, they're not as as uh, I guess as nonchalant as they used to be. They're a little more a little more trite, a little more snippy. Here's the here's John
3: Ratliff. The reason you know that that's very serious, Larry is is watching how the white house has changed their tone uh in white house press room so john kirby and corinne john pierre went from giving really glib responses like oh it's a bunch of malarkey to in the last couple of days john kirby uh running away from reports
0: and here is that sound clip of you addressing john kirby about whatsapp messages and how he
1: reacted a couple days ago if i get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you Zhang, or the chairman I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person... God, he knows, I love this guy's voice. He knows, ...and my ability to forever hold a grudge, <laughs> that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Here comes Kirby. Quote. So just a couple of questions about this. First, does this not undermine... Uh, the president's claim during the 2020 campaign and the reaffirmations of that claim by his two press secretaries since then, that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with him? No, and I'm not going to comment further on this.
2: We're gonna, we're, I, I'm I'm not, James, James, let me just, let me save you some, let me save, let me save you some breath. If you're going to ask about this, I am not addressing. I don't. I know. You- what
0: is his excuse, James, for not answering that question, that line of questioning? And have you noticed a little shift from some of the players into a little more uh, testy exchanges with reporters asking questions about this?
1: So uh, I gather that uh, Admiral Kirby's um, rationale in his own mind for not addressing the, the, this question further is simply that it was the subject uh, of a a criminal investigation that uh, the U.S. attorney in Delaware has stated is, is, quote, ongoing. However, the very beginning of the admiral's response to me was no. He said no, that the WhatsApp message does not undermine uh, the claim from President Biden and his aides never to have discussed Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings with him. Uh, Now, why such a text message wouldn't undermine those claims Admiral Kirby didn't stick around to explain. You asked about a potential shift in messaging, and Director uh, Ratcliffe also alluded to this. The shift that we've seen is that uh, where the, the president's aides used to echo his statement from 2020 that he never once discussed Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings with him, uh, which, of course, was a claim that was far-fetched on its face. What father uh, doesn't discuss his son's over- business dealings with him, especially when You're vice president, and the business dealings are overseas and so forth. But uh, the shift is that where they once said he never discussed his son's business dealings with him, the White House Counsel's Office that same day as the Kirby exchange you were just playing issued a statement saying, in essence, as we've said many times before, the president was never in business with his son. (laughs) That hits the goalpost a little bit, doesn't
0: it? Yes, it does. And none of this stuff is by accident. They just do it incrementally, and they think we won't notice. But, you know, fortunately, astute reporters like you uh, do notice these things. Now, James, I want to ask you this because I know, and in all seriousness, uh, you are a journalist. You went to school because you believe that the Institute of Journalism is incredibly important if we are going to continue as a representative republic, as a country that that has a First Amendment. But when you look at stories like this one uh, unveiling with regard to Joe Biden and uh, a cover-up by the IRS, the DOJ, the IRS... Um, don't you try to help me understand why, mo- other than just the po- political lens, why most of the mainstream media is ignoring what I would consider on any other year to be the biggest political scandal in American history. Can you, can you put me in the mind of people who call themselves journalists to ignore things like this?
1: Well, I, first I have to say, I didn't go to journalism school because of those lofty concerns about the First Amendment uh, or the Fourth Estate. But you, you know, you didn't I need to clear to... that up.
0: You could have just gone with that, James. <laughs> I, I,
1: wanted to, I wanted to get book deals and go to all the right parties. Let's be frank. Oh, okay. I thought it was just uh, to meet chicks. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, you're kind to, to mention it. And yes, of course, I, I believe <sighs> in, in the institution of the free press. Um, I, I can't say I agree necessarily with the contention that the mainstream media have completely ignored the story that we're talking about. Uh, these IRS whistleblower uh, allegations. After all, it was CBS News who presented the first on-camera interview uh, with the IRS whistleblower himself. Uh, and it was Peter Baker of the New York Times, a colleague and friend, who followed up on my questioning about the Hunter Biden WhatsApp message in that briefing with Karine Jean-Pierre and who said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing fairly closely, um, Kirby wouldn't answer James's question. It was a not unreasonable question. Are you going to answer it? And that sort of unleashed the floodgates and a number of other reporters from CBS News and elsewhere um, started... Uh, hammering Karine Jean-Pierre with questions about this story. I think as the documentary record worsens for Hunter Biden and his father, and I do think that we will see greater disclosures, um, or at least continued disclosures, um, I think more and more you're seeing the mainstream media pick up this story.
0: Yeah, well, you know, the reason why CBS is covering it is because Katherine Herridge is there. That's what I think. And, and I have gr- a great deal of respect for Catherine Herridge. I think she's she's amazing. I think she's a firebrand and she's like you. She believes in journalism. And I think she, I believe, personally, me, I believe she's the only reason that they're covering this. Because she was the first person to cover the Hunter Biden laptop story literally five months ago when everybody else ignored it for three years. So, I, you know, Again,
1: I-, I, in fairness, I um, The IRS whistleblower who did the interview with CBS News, I don't believe that that was the reporter um, who was on that story. But uh, nonetheless, again, people forget things like this. It was the New York Times that broke the story that Hillary Clinton had used a private email server when she was secretary of state. Perhaps the story that more than anything else damaged her candidacy in 2016 uh, and made it possible for President Trump to rise.
0: Mm-hmm. But they also ignored her, destroying all the emails and the devices, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to agree to disagree. I think most of mainstream journalism is in the tank for a party. I don't believe you're a partisan, though, James. I, I really don't. I have I, known and some I get this very in writing wrong. Uh, well, if you yeah, how much money do you have in your checking account? I, I'll consider <laughs> it. I've got. Uh, uh, what are you working on today, sir?
1: So we're covering uh, President Biden's speech any minute now. It's supposed to start at the top of the hour in Chicago. Uh, It's billed as a major speech on the economy. Um, It's uh, where the White House is trying to co-opt the use of the term Bidenomics and sell it as a positive. The president has some good economic numbers he can tout, but, boy, the, 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 the voters aren't buying it. The real clear politics average of major reliable polls show that on his handling of the economy, President Biden is facing a negative spread of 17 points on average.
0: Yeah, well, you know, James, uh, uh, Joe Biden running on Bidenomics is like the white star line running on safety two weeks after the Titanic sank, all right? So it doesn't, (laughs) this is is undeniable, because people, you know, when you look at the largest retail sector in America right now that's growing, it's dollar stores because people are buying their groceries. I I don't know how (laughs) well this is going to fly, Uh, but uh, I noticed, by the way, Yesterday, off subject, uh, it was uh, it was uh, uh, the Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis in uh, in New Hampshire. Some uh, some things heating up as far as the uh, the uh, race uh, for the GOP. Any thoughts on uh, Donald Trump? What he's going through with uh, the classified documents and this new uh, leaked audio tape that show he apparently had classified documents and he was showing them? Uh, any, do you suppose that's going to have a big impact?
1: Well, the the, the impact that, that that audio tape may have, um, we could probably assess will be different in terms of the impact on a, on, a, on a set of jurors in the president's forthcoming criminal trial and the set of voters in the early voting states and the early primary and caucus states. Uh, so far, Donald Trump is right now adding to the long list of political norms that he has shattered by remaining the front runner, indeed even growing his lead over the rest of the GOP primary field since he has been criminally indicted twice, um, it, it's, it's not a formula most politicians would seek or could make work. Of course, it's still very early in the process. Uh, there's, as you mentioned, uh, two more criminal prosecutions or, or, or investigations ongoing that could result in additional charges being filed against the former president. We don't know that the rally effect that, ha- that he has benefited from to date will still hold after potentially two more indictments. Uh, but it is a season like no other. We can say that much, Rob.
0: Amen, bro. That's exactly what I was saying. And you and I have been on the planet long enough. We've been in this business long enough that this is not another primary season. This, this no. is this is something we've never seen before. It, it's remarkable. These are historic times. I'm blessed that I can opine and share my my thoughts on it. I think uh, you should be, as a reporter, this is Goldmine City, baby. This is This is amazing yeah. stuff. So, for the media, well,
1: these are fat times, for sure. Oh,
0: oh, yes, oh, yes. Well, James Rosen, thanks for joining me again. Where can people find information on Scalia, Rise to Greatness? There's a, there's a good deal of onus on the Supreme Court, and I have a feeling that your book sales are going to rise.
1: Well, thank you very much. You can follow me on Newsmax every day. Where I'm the chief White House correspondent, and you can catch my reports and lots on my book, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, uh, the first definitive biography of Antonin Scalia, on my Twitter feed, at James Rosen TV.
0: All right, James, have a glorious weekend. God bless you, and a, and a happy Fourth of July.
1: All right. Thanks so much, Rob. Thank you, bet, you.
0: you bet. Let's take a break and come back, shall we? This is the Rob Carson Show. Do
1: you know why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation?
3: When factories that make these ships shut down, chips shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob
1: Carson
0: Show. I thank James Rosen for being on the show again. He's always awesome. I think he's uh, mistaken with regard to <laughs> the state of journalism by his his colleagues, uh, because honestly, they haven't done a good job covering anything that is negative with regard to uh, to Joe Biden. But uh, I got to tell you, of all the people, and then there are just a few people I would add to the club of, of journalists who I've known. And I don't, you know, I don't know a lot of people in the industry, but there are some people who I just really, really respect. Uh, John Stossel, James Rosen, uh, John Solomon, among others, uh, Miranda Devine, just people who are committed to journalism, unlike uh, MSNBC, CNN, CBS, ABC, NBC, PBS, PBR, what the hell? Any P-U-B-E, I have no idea. Hunter Biden agreed to plead guilty last week to two misdemeanor counts of failing to pay income taxes on time. No big deal, Right. You just, you know, just give him a couple little misdemeanors. It's not a big deal. Hunter uh, Biden set up a scheme involving a Ukrainian gas company. He sat on the board of a Chinese business uh, company, by the way, as well. He had already owed hundreds and thousands of dollars in taxes long before his father became vice president in 2014. It's his drug problem. Burisma put Hunter on its board of directors. Burisma paid him $666,000 a year. Yeah, according to a whistle, the whistleblower Hunter Biden received the money from Burisma. instead of reporting it as income, paying the taxes on it. He put the money into a Chinese firm run by one of his associates, then loaned the money to himself. Isn't that interesting? They call that le- money laundering. I don't even knew that. He took loans from uh, that corporation. Of course, these are loans, loans you can never pay back, right? Uh, and then he didn't pay taxes on the loans. None of it was taxed. So none of the business, uh, none of it has been paid, and what they did is that they, uh, they wanted to let the statute of limitations run out on the years before 2014. That was their goal, that was their goal. Byron York of the Washington Examiner uh, Biden's income 2014 was not uh, part of the misdemeanor charges against him. Statue of limitations was allowed to expire. The whistleblower also noted that Hunter Biden's friend, wealthy Hollywood celebrity lawyer Kevin Morris, paid off the $2.2 million that Hunter Biden owed the IRS for 2014 through 2019. Yeah, it's good to have friends in high places, isn't it? Isn't it? This is John Ratliff again uh, saying what, is going to, what he thinks is going to happen. I don't think Joe Biden's going to make it to the end of the summer. I know, I believe, I know he is not going to be the candidate of choice for the Democrat Party in 2024, but what is next, John Ratliff?
3: Really, what House Republicans need to do is systematically prosecute this case, do things like interview, you know, did Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf really say, uh, you, we're not going to ask any questions about whether, uh, about the Joe Biden being the big guy. Or...
0: And tip off Hunter Biden to the uh, raid and search of his storage unit. Yes, they went after Hunter Biden's unit. And they didn't touch it. Probably a good idea.
3: A relationship between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Uh, There'll be a paper trail if uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers were tipped off about a search warrant. I would not want to put a black light in that unit. And if there really was uh, an attempt to bring felony indictments against Hunter Biden that were not ultimately brought... There's going to be a paper trail about that. And I think, Larry, that if that proves to be true, Mm -hmm. I don't think there'll be an impeachment trial against uh, Merrick Garland. I think in the face of that, if it's corroborated, he'll resign or Joe Biden will uh, will fire his uh, his wingman Mm -hmm. um, and let him be the fall guy for this.
0: That wouldn't surprise me. That's kind of the way of the world in Washington, D.C., isn't it? Here's Jim Gossett
2: hunter shook down henry Xiao. said i need that chinese pay off now dad's right here and you can bet he'll back me up yeah that's a threat <laughs> and at that moment little hunter knew little he hunter. said dad i'm a crook
0: like you pop I'm a big crook like you This always brings tears to my eyes Hunter right here Hunter
2: was born with a silver spoon From prosecution he's immune He commits fraud around the block A chip off the communist block Hunter, a chip off the communist block suitcase for joe and his son hannah really knows how to get it done not a peep from the fbi right. protecting the big guy joe
0: protecting the big guy there you go, there you go. the ss bitanic is taking on water taking on water Oh, Hunter Biden is privately settled with the baby mama over child support payments for their four-year-old daughter. Uh, his contributions, his, his, uh, his alimony is dropping from, uh, or palimony, 20000 to 5000 a month. And uh, the mother and the daughter cannot use the family name, which is a blessing for the daughter. Leave it at Roberts. Leave it at Navy Joan Roberts, not Navy Joan Biden, because the guy's a scumbag. Scumbag. So uh, Hunter Biden is claiming hardship. Apparently he spent all that money, those millions of dollars, only a a real drug addict could blow through that kind of coin and not have anything to show for it. Right? Right? Isn't that what you do when you're a severe drug addict? You just blow through millions and millions of dollars and nothing to show for it. But fortunately, the little girl will not have his name, and she's going to have to support her and and live on her own at 60K a year, which ain't much. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com listen. He loves the Constitution. He fights for what's right. He hates the bad guys. He's a freedom warrior. He's your freedom warrior. Watch Carl Higby every weekday on Newsmax.